Robert Lee Eaton was born on August 14, 1958 in Huntsville, Alabama. He was a wrestling fan at a young age, growing up on the NWA Mid-American promotion. At the age of 13, Eaton was helping set up the rings when the shows would come to his hometown. By 17, Eaton was stepping into that squared circle, debuting as a late replacement against Bearcat Wright in NWA Mid-America in May of 1976. Eaton's abilities were evident early as he worked his way up the card, tagging with his trainer, Tojo Yamamoto, against the newly introduced Hollywood Blondes of Jerry Brown and Buddy Roberts. Eaton's first taste of gold came in the tag team ranks in 1978 as he teamed with Leapin' Lanny Poffo to win the NWA Mid-America Tag Team Championship from Gypsy Joe and Leroy Rochester. After a couple of more runs with Tag Team Gold, Eaton was pushed into a singles feud with Chris Colt. The heated rival featured a seldom-used pile driver spot on the floor, giving it a controversial feel. Eventually, Eaton got the better of Colt and would feud with future tag team partner Dennis Condry. Following his time in Mid-America, Eaton won the National Television Championship with Georgia Championship Wrestling before returning closer to home, joining the Continental Wrestling Association in Memphis. There, Eaton would team with Sweet Sugar Brown in a team called The New Wave. They won the tag team titles three times, a couple of those coming with Jimmy Hart as their manager. The team would eventually split with Eaton forcing Brown out of the promotion in a Loser Leaves Town match. Eaton joined Jimmy Hart's first family, and they rivaled with a masked wrestler named Stagger Lee, who looked and wrestled an awful lot like Sugar. The first family was trying to prove that Lee was the ousted Sweet Sugar Brown, but eventually, Eaton would turn face again, teaming with Lee. They continued the ruse of Lee being a new performer, and they would eventually win the tag team titles, only to lose them to the fabulous ones of Stan Lane, remember that name for later, and Steve Kern. Eaton would then team with the Moondogs to face the Fabulous Ones and Memphis legend Jerry the King Lawler. Once his time in Memphis was done, Eaton went to Mid-South to wrestle under Bill Watts. It was there that Eaton would become part of the Midnight Express, the team most associated with Eaton's career. It was with the Midnight Express that he picked up the moniker Beautiful Bobby Eaton to go along with his former rival, now known as Loverboy Dennis Condry, along with their manager, Jim Cornette. The pair would go after the tag team titles held by Magnum TA and Mr. Wrestling 2. The Midnights antagonized the tag champs by tarring and feathering Magnum. Eventually, Eaton and Condry would win the gold after Mr. Wrestling 2 turned on Magnum TA. That led into a rivalry that would be one of the highlights not only of Eaton's career, but of that era of professional wrestling. The Midnight Express faced off against the Rock and Roll Express. The two sides would have legendary matchups through 1984, and then they would take it to the national stage, as both teams ended up with Jim Crockett Promotions in 1985. The teams would run with the exposure they had on Ted Turner's TBS, with the Midnight Express beating the Rock and Roll Express for the NWA World Tag Team Championships in February of 1986 on Superstars of the Superstation. After losing the belts back to the Rock and Roll Express, Eaton and Condry would feud with Chris Champion and Sean Royal, the new breed. That led Eaton and the Express into their next rivalry with another legendary team, Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors. That feud would carry them to Jim Crockett Promotions' marquee show, Starcade, where they competed and lost in a scaffold match. 
Early in 1987, Condry left JCP, so sweet Stan Lane joined Eaton in the Midnight Express. The new version of the team quickly won the NWA United States Tag Team titles for the first of three times. With the world titles back in their sights, Eaton and Lane faced Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, beating them for the belts in September of 1988. Arn and Tully would leave for the World Wrestling Federation, and the Midnight Express would once again fall to the Road Warriors. That rivalry won fans over, and the Midnights were babyfaces again. Their first rivalry as fan favorites was against a familiar foe, as Dennis Condry returned to the promotion with his original tag team partner Randy Rose, along with manager Paul E. Dangerously, also known as Paul Heyman, to form the original Midnight Express. The feud was cut short as Condry once again left the promotion. Eaton and Lane were not done with Paul E as they took on the Samoan SWAT team as well as the fabulous Freebirds. The Freebirds would defeat the Midnight Express for the tag team titles. Following that, the Express would join forces with the once hated Road Warriors along with Dr. Death Steve Williams to face the Samoan SWAT team and the Freebirds at War Games at the Great American Bash, one of the biggest matches JCP had to offer. At this point, a new team caught Jim Cornette's eye, the Dynamic Dudes of Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. The Midnights protested in Cornette's wanting to bring the dudes in, culminating in a match that saw Eaton and Lane turn heel again with Cornette turning his back on the dudes. As bad guys again, the team would beat Flyin' Brian and Z-Man Tom Zink to win the United States Tag Team titles, only to lose them to the Steiner Brothers three months later. The Midnight Express would split up after a loss at Halloween Havoc in 1990, and Cornette and Lane would leave the promotion. This left Eaton as a single star for the first time in over a decade. After a face turn, Eaton beat Arn Anderson for the World Television title at Super Brawl 1. Then, at Clash of the Champions 14, Eaton would get maybe his highest profile match, a world title shot against Ric Flair. It was a two out of three falls bout, with Eaton getting the first fall, but the Nature Boy claiming the last two. Following this, Eaton would lose the television title to a young, stone-cold Steve Austin, who was going as stunning Steve Austin at the time. In 1991, Eaton would join former rivals Polly Dangerously, Arn Anderson, and Austin, along with Larry Zbysko, helping Rick Rude defeat Sting for the United States Championship and forming the Dangerous Alliance. Eaton and Anderson would win the tag team titles from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Dustin Rhodes. The Dangerous Alliance actually held all the gold in WCW, with the exception of the main prize, the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Sting held that and battled with the Dangerous Alliance, leading up to another War Games match. Eaton ended up surrendering to Sting in a match that earned a five-star rating from the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer. The Dangerous Alliance would fall apart after that, and Eaton was fired from WCW as a cost-cutting measure implemented by then-WCW boss and Eaton's former boss at Mid-South, Bill Watts. Eaton would turn to a familiar face for his next opportunity as he joined Jim Cornette's Smoky Mountain Wrestling, joining his former teammate Stan Lane along with Tom Pritchard in the Heavenly Bodies. Eaton would rejoin WCW after Watts was let go and Eric Bischoff was brought in. Eaton worked a few tag matches here and there while also working with ECW because of a talent trade agreement, teaming with Sabu to beat Arn Anderson and Terry Funk in May of 1994. It was around this time that Eaton started touring with Japan, 
facing many big names in New Japan Pro Wrestling in tag encounters such as Masa Saito, Ricky Choshu, and his old rival Road Warrior Hawk. Back stateside, Eaton was paired up with Lord Steven Regal, who, in storyline, educated Eaton on how to be a man of class, turning them into the Blue Bloods. The two would face the Nasty Boys along with Harlem Heat. They also faced the stud stable of Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater. In 1996, the two would separate, with Eaton unsuccessfully challenging for Regal's television championship. This was the last regular push for Eaton, but certainly not the last of his legendary wrestling career. He would wrestle with both Condry and Lane, occasionally to take on the Rock and Roll Express throughout North America. He also made an appearance in TNA in 2003. Eaton wrestled his last match on October 23, 2015, 39 years after his debut, fittingly, against Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express, ending the 30-year feud. When you hear any wrestler asked who the greatest workers of all time are, it does not take long for Bobby Eaton's name to come up. He's incredibly respected as a legend in the wrestling industry. He was named the most underrated wrestler in the Wrestling Observer in 1985, 86, 1990, and 93. He and Dennis Condry were the Observer's Tag Team of the Year in 1986, an honor he won with Stan Lane in 87 and 88. He was named to the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame in 2009. Unfortunately, he passed away today, on August 5th, 2021, just shy of his 63rd birthday. He leaves behind a legacy that few can match, and a reputation of being as good of a human being as he was a wrestler. His fellow workers would say that he would bring a separate suitcase of toiletries and supplies just in case one of the boys forgot anything, and Mick Foley stated it was pretty difficult to pay for anything with Bobby Eaton around. A true legend. We remember, appreciate, and celebrate the life of beautiful Bobby Eaton.